Hello, everyone. Welcome to High Vibes and a Mic. We are your hosts, Sylvia Madden and Veronique Ananter, moms in our 40s and 50s with lots of great spiritual insights and funny stories to light up your day. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, today we have a guest. Her name is Ashley Carlotta. She's a health coach, nutritionist, and group fitness instructor. She's also a mom of three and founder of Better Health by Accountability. She helps women, many moms, become more accountable with their nutrition and fitness. Let's hear it from Ashley. Hi everyone. Hi Ashley. How are you today? I'm awesome. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you very much. How's Sylvia? Hi, doing good. Cool. So, uh, actually, can you tell us, uh, how did you start your business? I read on your website that it was after your second pregnancy. It was really interesting, the story. I read it. Uh, can you tell us about this? I can. It's a little bit of a loaded story. I'll try to condense in a little bit here. I definitely didn't like grow up thinking, I want to be a health coach when I grow up. That I mean, one, that wasn't even a thing. Um, so I struggled with my weight from the time I was a little kid. I had to be in this little nutcracker show, um, when I was six years old and we had to wear a leotard and tights and I was crying, telling my mom, I didn't want to wear it because I, I noticed that I was like bigger than the other girls, you know? And so I was nervous. I didn't want to go out there. I felt embarrassed. I felt, I mean, I guess I probably used the word fat, but I don't even know if I was like quite there yet, you know? Um, and so I just was, I was overweight for a very large part of my life and it affected my well-being. It affected my moods. I mean, I just was always disappointed in, in myself and my choices and starting around 12 or 13 was when I got into the diet phase, um, started with slim fast shakes, started with, you know, starting to research, the best you could, you didn't have Google back then. So it's like you watched commercials or you read the people magazines and stuff. And so I would always restrict, restrict, restrict. And for me, I was counting calories, but I had no idea how to fuel my body. And so I would like have a shake in the morning and then have nothing else. And then I would have a pizza in the evening. Cause it was like, well, I saved up all my calories. You know, I had, I had no clue what I was doing. So fast forward, I got married, I had lost weight, but I still wasn't where I wanted to be. And so still, sometimes I look back at those pictures and I'm just like, man, if I would have had my stuff together then, like I would have been feeling so good. And so now I know that it's so much more of a feeling rather than like what the number on the scale says. And so after, so I have three kids. It wasn't until after I had my second child after I had gained 50 pounds with my first pregnancy, didn't lose it all. Then I got pregnant again. And so here I was over 200 pounds in my, I'm five, four, like it was totally unnecessary. I felt terrible. I was like, I have to get control of this. Like for me, it was always all or nothing. It was, I was working out and I was eating well and I was restricting and I was being super disciplined or I was doing none of that. <laughs> So it was this cycle of up and down. So I started studying nutrition, started figuring out what macros meant, how to actually fuel my body efficiently, 
with including weight training in my exercising because before it was always cardio, cardio, cardio. And I grew up dancing and I loved dancing. And so I had never even picked up weights in my life. I didn't even know that that was a thing. And like people say they're afraid of lifting weights because they think that you're going to bulk up and be a bodybuilder. And that is not the case, but that's what I used to believe. And so finally, for the first time in my life, I was like, I'm going to work at this and I'm not going to go for the quick fix. I'm not going to go on a diet. I'm just going to eat how a person should eat in that I'm eating significant protein. I'm not going over my calorie goal and I'm working out consistently. I'm drinking enough water. And so I did this day in and day out, but I allowed myself, if I took the kids to get a donut, I let myself have a donut. If I went out with my husband, I had a glass or two of wine. And so this time it wasn't about doing it super fast. And slowly but surely, over a year, I gave myself a year, I got down to the weight that I wanted to be, which for me is about 135 to 140. That feels good to me. Um, And I maintained it for two years, which was the longest I had ever maintained a weight in my life. I was always up and down. And so I was so proud of myself. So after we had our third kid... I, I didn't gain as much weight, but you know, you gotta, you got the mom bod going on and whatever. So I gave myself a little bit of time, but what was happening is without having accountability, it's just like Monday would come again and again. And then there was this event and there was this event and I'm like, Ashley, like, you know what you need to do. Like, you just got to do it consistently over, you know, weeks at a time. And so I decided to put my story out on Instagram. I made it private at first, like just so that my friends could watch what I was doing. I was posting my meals. I was posting my workouts. And so eventually I had people start asking me like, well, what diet are you on? And how are you losing weight? I was weighing in on Wednesdays and stuff. And I'm like, I'm just doing what you're supposed to do. I'm just actually doing it consistently. And y'all have your eyes on me. And so it's making me actually do it. So eventually I made my public or my profile public. And my friend was like, can I pay you to like, hold me accountable? And she started sending me her meals and I would assign her workouts to her. And it just slowly, but surely turned into a business. I did taxes and accounting for years. I had moved from California to Texas. I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. And this was just like a little hobby that like, that rolled into a business. (laughs) And, And here we are, I've coached hundreds and hundreds of women to lose weight in a sustainable way where they don't feel like they're dieting any, anymore and they just feel good about their bodies. That's my long story of where I'm at. Wow. Okay. I recognize myself in that story so much, a hundred percent with the, you know, doing everything or nothing, you know, doing all the diet, all the exercise or like, oh, it's never going to happen. I'm not going to do it. So I completely understand. I completely relate. Um, this is, this is this is great that you just did you know what you felt was good for your body exercising and yeah accountability i think is the every time i try a diet is when i do it with friends or if i have to tell somebody what i'm doing this is the only time it really works <laughs> when you have eyes on you you know somebody's yes. watching what you're doing otherwise it's so easy if especially if you're like logging in an app or whatever you yeah. know or if you're in weight watchers and you know you're not going to go for a week it's like what are you really doing during that time? You know, and then you show up and it's like, Ashley, <laughs> what were you doing for that whole week? So yes, that is accountability is I feel key to so many things in success, not only with weight loss, but business and homework and studying and all those things. Definitely. Uh, for, so for your uh, plan, so do you offer, so do you offer meal plans, exercise habits and mental supports in one package? 
Because I think you have different packages. Yeah, so different packages, which pertains to the level of support of accountability. But with all of my programs, before my clients get started, I send them a meal plan. Um, And it's not one for them to specifically follow, but it's a sample meal plan that kind of shows you the times you should be eating, what balanced meals look like. And then I also include meal ideas. So I have like a full list for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, desserts, because a lot of times we get stuck in a little bit of a rut and we keep eating the same things, which there's, there really is nothing wrong with that. Like consistency is key. However, sometimes we forget like, oh, why am I not adding this in? Or, oh, I thought this was against the diet rules and stuff. So I send these things ahead of time so that my clients can start to get prepared. I have a grocery shopping list for them and also healthy recipes um, that are easy and take less than 30 minutes to make because I have three kids and no time. And so if I can't make it quickly and if they're not going to eat it, uh-uh, I, I, I don't have time for that. So my clients are set up with those things. And then we work with, I work with them um, to give them a personalized schedule. So the day that they start, they start sending me their meals. Okay. Where's your breakfast? What time are you going to get your workout in? Have you had any water yet? It's noon. You know what I mean? So I'm just like that angel on their shoulder that's guiding them through it. And then based off the pictures that, that they send me, I can say, whoa, that's a lot of rice. Let's cut down on that rice a little bit. Or you know what? I haven't seen a vegetable all day. Like I want to challenge you with dinner to get a vegetable in. I don't care if it's fresh. It could be frozen. It could be canned, whatever. But I'm just there to guide them. Um, and you know, cause they want to stay on track. It's just a matter of actually doing it. Hmm. How, but how do you communicate with the client then? Like when it's, is it through email or there's an app that you just, have I actually, I do it through text messaging mm-hmm. or, um, the WhatsApp app, which is similar to text messaging yeah. if my clients are out of, um, the States. But I've, I did try it with an app and I'm just like a girl's girl. And so for me, like, it's like, let's have all my friends in my text messages. You know what I mean? And so we just go back and forth like that. And that way I can send them voice text texts when mm-hmm. I need to, I can send them videos and it's just easier for me. I'm also old, so I don't need a lot of, I don't want all the apps. Just I let's know do text so much message. work. Yeah. WhatsApp <laughs> is great. You just leave voice messages or type yeah. and send pictures. You're done. <laughs> so about your like you, so you have four different programs. What is exactly in those programs? Could you just tell a little like briefly about it? Yeah, yeah. So with my most popular program, it's the all inclusive program, and that is continuous communication throughout the day. So that's where it's like we'll call her Becky, for example. Becky is sending me her meals throughout the day. She's starting with her intentions in the morning, like, all right, Ashley. Here's what I want to do. This is what I'm wanting to achieve. And then I'm going to make sure I'm going to be checking in with her, making sure that she's on a schedule, making sure she's getting all her water in, making sure she knows exactly what workout she's going to do and what time she's thinking about doing that. And if she doesn't get it done at noon, like she says, then all right, when we doing this, we're going to get it done at five. We're going to wait till the kids go to bed. Like just really trying to like get those excuses out of there because we can make them to ourselves like so easily. So That's where the guidance comes in for people who aren't very, um, I would say knowledgeable on nutrition and macros and stuff. Um, so there's two different programs for that. There's the six week program and the 12 week program, and there's no difference between the two. It's just a little bit less expensive when you commit to longer and obviously building on habits for longer is best. 
Then I have a basic accountability program. That's for somebody who has like been down the road. They're like, I know what I got to do. I just got to do it. And so they're going to check in with me in the morning. Again, setting intentions is key, planning ahead of time. And then I'll kind of go through that little plan that they've sent me and been like, "Eh, how about we could do this instead? Or have you thought about this? Okay, cool. Go. Then at the end of the day, they have to check in with me and say, basically check off. Did I do this? Did I do this? And sometimes it could be like little things that they want to accomplish for their health too. Like I want to get in bed earlier tonight. I want to read my Bible today for a little bit. Like I just want to take a bath away from my family. Like here's what I want to do for my, for my health, for my self-care. And so they just knowing that they have to check in with me is really helpful with prioritizing themselves because it's so easy for other things to fill in the gaps. So that's the basic plan. And then we also do like a friend's plan slash or a couple's plan. Um, if like husband and wife are wanting to do it together and stuff. And so that obviously is like an extra layer of accountability. Cause now you either have your friend or you have your, you know, your spouse, but you also have that coach. That's not going to let y'all just hang out and go to happy hour. <laughs> Although you can go to happy hour and I really am big on teaching you how to do all things in moderation. Um, but choosing wisely, if you find yourself going through the drive-through or going out to eat or going on a date or whatever. And a lot of times, like for example, Super Bowl Sunday for us is coming up here and it's like, you might go to a friend's house and you have the whole slew of appetizers and drinks and all the things, you know, and it's like, let's assess the situation here. Yes, probably going to indulge a little bit more than you normally would, but let's not just stand there by the chips and the queso and keep shoveling it in because you're watching the game and now you've had nine glasses of champagne and you don't know what's happening. (laughs) So we set intentions ahead of time and I'm always just, I'm just like a friend to them, honestly, because I know how bad it feels to just be disappointed and make bad decisions over and over and over. And so I just remind them of their why. And I just help them to, to stay consistent in this sustainable, you know, way of fat loss that I found that works for me. Yeah. And I like that it's that there's no extremes of, you know, like you have to cut this completely off because for me, it, it never really worked. I wanted to know actually, what do you think about paleo and keto? Like those diets that I did it. I did paleo when it was like super popular, I think maybe like four or five years ago. And it definitely worked. I, I lost tons of weight with like right postpartum as well. I was trying to like to lose excess weight. And it was so quick. My husband, the guys, right? It's so easy for them. He lost so much weight that he said, I'm going to quit this now. It's too much for me. Like I'm looking weird. So I can't even do this anymore. <laughs> and, I, and I said, okay, I have to continue because apparently it takes longer for me. Uh, and it was good kind of like to try to get organized and rethink the way I was eating. But it's not sustainable. I don't, I mean, for me, mm-hmm. it just didn't feel like something I could do, you know? What do you think about it? Yeah, no, that's a really great question. And I talk to so many people who say, all right, so should I be intermittent fasting? Should I, should I be eating the keto way? What do you think about Whole30? And, you know, all these different things. Or should I do like a cleanse first? I get all these questions all the time. And so my answer is always, if this is not something that you plan to instill for a lifetime, then I don't believe in doing it. Now, 
every once in a while, sometimes people have goals and, you know, for Lent or different cultural religious reasons, they'll do something for a little bit. That's not something I've personally ever done because to your point, if somebody tells me I can't have something, what do I want? I want it even more. If somebody tells me I can't have chocolate or I can't have a glass of wine or I can't have cheese in paleo, you can't have cheese. I did it to a girlfriend. I did it for two months and I cried every night. No, I didn't cry. (laughs) But it's just one of those things that it's like, what's the point? Because yeah, let's say you do lose weight. Let's say you do have amazing results from it. But if you're not going to continue doing it, then then what's that point? Is it just to prove something to yourself? Why don't we just like add in little bits of these things throughout your week, throughout your day, so that you can feel like, yeah, I have like a full bodied arrangement of balanced foods that I can eat and just do that in a way that doesn't feel like it's overbearing. Um, and, and it still fits in your plan, especially if you're counting macros or something, there are totally ways still to still have those things. Pasta, so that you don't feel sad. We don't want to be sad, right? No, we don't. <laughs> Let's enjoy life a little bit. Life is so short. <laughs> yeah, if it's not something you can do, in the, like, because I think you shouldn't diet, you should just change, you know, the way you eat, definitely, which you should think is for the long term. And uh, same thing, I tried paleo. I'm, keto, I think I tried like three days. I was like, this is not for me. I'm sorry. I need to have fruits. I think keto, you can have fruits. Yeah, but here's the thing too, and you're correct. Um, if you're fueling your like if you are working out consistently, because a big part of this too is you don't need to be a bodybuilder by any means, but like, mm-hmm. you know, as we get older, like our bones get bad, our posture, all the things like we need to be having some resistance training in addition to some cardio, walking, getting in more movement. And carbs are there to help you fuel your body for energy. So I have people who come to me from keto from being on it for so long. And they're like, I lost weight, but I like, I wasn't feeling good and I wasn't sleeping good. And they weren't actually getting that body composition that they're looking for. Like if you're looking to lose weight and you weight loss and the scale is your only goal, then fine. Like cut your calories, do whatever diet plan that you want. But if you want fat loss and you want to feel good and you want your body to tone up in a way that feels good and you look healthy and it's not just like, you know, skinny fat kind of a thing, then you have to be eating all types of foods. And that's what I believe. That's what I found for my clients. And honestly, most women that come to me, I mean, I coach men too, but mostly women, they're not eating enough. They're so used to thinking, oh, I'm in my forties now. Oh, I'm in my fifties now. Now I just have to eat less. And that's not farther from the truth. They don't actually need to eat less. They just need to eat more of the right things. And so focusing on adding in, yes, you can eat fruits. You're not going to get fat from eating fruits, you know, adding in more vegetables and more whole grains lean proteins, you know, and so guiding them on exactly what to eat. They don't actually need to be cutting out. Yes. Maybe a little bit less chips and pastries and Starbucks fatty drinks and stuff like that. So does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Because I I was uh, reading also that if you start starving yourself or not eating the, the, some carbs or something like that, your body's things that, you know, is going to starve and it's going to actually start to um, hang on to the fat. Mm -hmm. So that's not the right way to do it. 
Yeah, you start to plateau. So there's um, everyone has a BMR, your basal metabolic rate, right? So that is the number of calories that you're burning throughout your day without doing anything. So for me, for example, and I know this specifically because I've had DEXA body scans done, but even if you haven't, there's body calculators out there for you to do based off, off your age, your height, your weight. If I were to just lay in bed all day and do nothing, my body is still burning 1300 calories. So if I were eating 1200 calories, I'm eating less than what my body is burning throughout the day. So I'm actually like, it's actually detrimental to me to eat less than 1300 calories. Now, as I'm about my day and I'm chasing after my kids and I'm taking my dog for a walk and I'm getting my workouts in, I need to have a minimum of 1600 calories a day and I'm still in a deficit. And so a lot of people don't know these things and they just keep cutting and they're wondering why the fat is holding on. And, and to your point, it's you've hit a plateau. Your metabolism is not working efficiently. Women stop fasting. You don't need to fast. Like as long as you're getting about a 12 hour window in there from when you go to bed to when you wake up and have breakfast and stuff, you don't need to do more than that. It's actually not good for you. We need fuel for our hormones and all the things that's going on. We're crazy. Wow. We're crazy. Thank you for clarifying because I was going to ask about that fasting because it's such a, yeah. I have friends who are, they, they, they don't do any diets. I have a, a girlfriend of mine. She's like not exercising, not doing anything, but she said she wants to do fasting. And I'm like, how about exercising and changing your diet? I don't think that's like a miracle thing that is just going to make you lose weight. And it's not that good for you either. The hormone We just part. want, as a society, we just want things to happen fast for us. And so yes. I feel like we look into these fads to be like, okay, how can I do this? And they also want easy. Don't get me wrong. We have a lot of things going on in our head, okay? Planning meals and making sure that we're prepared ahead of time can feel very overwhelming for people. So I think a lot of times people think like, well, if I fast, then I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I don't have to plan anything. So then I can just eat whatever I want and like in those windows. And that's like easy for me because then I know, but then you're almost eating too much at one time, right? Especially if you're only giving yourself like a six to eight hour window, which a lot of people do. Um, so you're either eating too much or you're not eating enough because you're not giving yourself enough time, you know? And so I'll have people say like, well, I'll just have a little lunch and then I'll have a big dinner and then I'm done for the day. And I'm like, mm, I'm pretty sure maybe that's like 700 calories max when we like, you know, allot it out. And so more often than not, 99% of the time, my clients who have been fasting or dieting or whatever, they will come to me and say, I am so glad you started making me eat breakfast because I feel so much better. I have less brain fog and I'm actually hydrating myself in the morning instead of just having coffee until noon. Um, so yes, I am definitely not pro intermittent fasting. So tell your friend, no. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I tried that for a while, and something I couldn't um, sustain it. So, <laughs> so you said you. So you're talking to your clients. So the key word of your program is accountability. Uh, can you tell us, you know, how it is, it's very important for consistent um, health habits? 
Yeah. I mean, accountability, I think in anything is key because you have somebody when you, when you want to be held accountable to something, there's a reason, there's a reason you want to be held accountable to it. And generally there's like a goal, right? And so even if you're just in the business field, if you're wanting to lose weight, if you're like in a book club, I mean, people put themselves in these accountability groups because they're actually wanting to stick to their plan. And so there are people that need accountability to get their stuff done. I mean, there are, there are people who don't, but for the most part, like a certain personality type for me, I need it in all areas of my life still to this day. Like I need to book my workout and know that if I don't go to my workout, it's, I'm going to get a late cancellation charge. And that for me, and also knowing that my friends are going to be there gets me to go. Otherwise I have a to-do list a mile long. I could very easily be like, workout, mm, cross, I'm going to cross that out. I'm not going to do that. Right. And same thing goes like for planning meals for my family and stuff. Like they have to be easy and they have to be something that you can put together really quickly without a lot of complication. Otherwise I'll be like, "Mm, let's just, let's just pick up tacos tonight, you know? And like, there are nights that that happens, but for the most part, like, you know, I'll tell my husband like, Hey, tonight, this is what the dinner plan is. And if I'm running kids around or whatever, I'll say, Hey, can you ground the turkey meat? And then when I get home, I'll finish up. Like there has to be some kind of like a partnership. And if you don't have time to make dinner within a certain window or whatever, you can always do it earlier. There's ways to do crock pot meals. There's ways to prep ahead of time and make food before your week. Um, I would never be that person on a Sunday to be like, I'm planning ahead for my whole life. Like I just, I don't work like that, but some people do. And if you want to stay on track and if you have a busy job, you need to take your lunch to work. You can't be going out and having these high caloric, high sodium meals every single day and think that you're going to make any progress that way. So having eyes on you, telling people what you're working towards, all of that is very important, but that takes vulnerability. And for so long, I don't think I ever, well, I, I know, like I didn't tell people like my inner thoughts, especially my friends and stuff, like in high school and in college, because I don't know, I wanted to have like that. She's got it all together out her shell. Like, oh, she loves herself. She loves herself, whatever. But I didn't, <laughs> didn't, I didn't love myself. And like, I finally wanted, I, once I had kids, I was finally like, you know what? I don't have my stuff together. Like I don't like the way my body feels. I don't like the way my body looks. Like, what do you have for lunch? What are you doing for your workout? And so like having those conversations, I think is key too. And, you know, sticking together and like finding some friends who like, will you know, care about your goals and care about your life and telling them about it so they can ask you about it later. And, um, I just support is everything. And I think that that's what keeps my business going. And while we're just like rated so high is cause it's like, you really have like you have a friend, you know. So, yeah, talking about friend. By the way, I completely really relate also on the you know I don't like my body, I don't like the way I look when you're younger because you're always questioning yourself as a woman. It's like it's part of our DNA, <laughs> not loving right. ourselves. Right. Um, <laughs> so talking about friends. Um, so can you give us some example because um, I love to eat out, for example, for instance, and sometimes I'm. I'm like, okay, should I just take a salad? But after a while, it's going to become very boring, right? So mm-hmm. what can we do when we, we, we eat out or we hang out with friends, you know, to get something we, we want and we don't yeah. feel like we're on a diet? 
Yeah, that's a really good question. And I had a client recently who was going to an Italian restaurant and she's like, I'm starting to get sad because I feel like I can't have pasta and this and that. She likes to get like her notch, her nochi and things like that. And so one thing you can do is you can always share, right? And so I'm a big fan. Like when my husband and I go out to dinner, like he's gotten to know, I'm like, all right, I want to try this, but I also know we need to like share this chicken salad or whatever. Right. And so like making sure that you're balancing it out the best that you can. The main best thing that you can always do is pick a lean protein and then get some vegetables on the side and then make sure that you're having some kind of a starch too. Like, I mean, if I have a steak, like I want to have some mashed potatoes with it. Do you need the whole full doppling or whatever it is that they give you? Probably not because it's probably going to have a ton of butter and all those types of things. But just let yourself enjoy it to an extent. Make sure that you're eating slowly. Why do we eat so fast? I don't know. We're always like this, right? And eating becomes a chore. And so eating slowly, enjoying your company, making sure that like if you are um, indulging in some alcoholic beverages that you're not getting like the highest calorie margarita, maybe opt for like they have skinny margaritas that you can order, get a glass of wine, a glass of champagne. You could get a low calorie beer, not an IPA. I used to drink IPAs all the time and I had no idea that there were like 300 calories each. Um, but just being mindful of portion sizes, that's something that I work with clients on too, because when you go out to eat, let's say you order salmon, a lot of times it'll literally be two servings of salmon that come out. And I know it just from looking at it. Cause I'm like, Oh, cause I've, you know, in the past I've measured my food. Is that something that I ever want somebody to do long-term? No, but I have a good, um, glimpse of what like four ounces, six ounces kind of things are. If you're eating out all the time, they're bringing you portion sizes that are like astronomical. And so being okay with being like, I'm going to box half of this up. You can either do it ahead of time, or if you don't want to do it ahead of time, just make sure that you take some home for lunch the next day, things like that. And if you have friends who are like, Hey, I'm going to order this and I'm going to order this and I'm going to get this. You can have a little bit of that, but try to think of it as tasting those things versus eating those things. Get something for yourself, like you said, like a chicken salad or a salmon salad or something like that to where you feel good about that. And then let yourself indulge with the little things, but not making those your main meal. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. So just order a salad and eat something from my husband's plate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a good idea to me. <laughs> but he's never going to take a salad. So. Oh my gosh. Are these men, <laughs> I, I tell you. Mm, you're so lucky. They won't. And uh, just one more question before we finish. Uh, so talking about food, what do you think it's more important to follow a good diet or to exercise? Where, you the know, magic I know answer. People... The magic answer is both. You need <laughs> both. Um, but yes, if you, you can't out-exercise a bad diet. So there's the answer to your question there. So like if you are eating well, you technically to lose weight, you don't need to be exercising. But if you want to lose fat and you want to have muscle tone to your body, you have to be doing both of those. However, if you're not, if you have no idea how many calories you're getting and how much you're eating and you're just winging it and you're like, but I exercise all the time. I do these hard hit workouts and I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. It, exercise, or nutrition has to come first. I mean, you have to get that under control 
Um, and I know for me, that's that was the missing piece for me for so many years. I'm like, but I went out dancing tonight. And it's like, well, that doesn't count for like your meatballs and your margaritas <laughs> and all the other <laughs> things that you had. So you got to do both. I'm telling you. And, you know, any diet plan that promises you, you can lose weight without exercising. You know, I can even sing it like they do. Why? Why do you want to do that? It, exercise is good for you, not just for weight loss, but just for overall health. So keep walking, keep moving. <laughs> and it, yeah, it boosts your me metabolism also, right? The, ex yes. the exercise that boosts well, your metabolism. Yes. And well, and the more muscle you have in your body, the more fat you're burning throughout the day and the more calories you're able to consume. So it's a win-win there. You need to exercise. Yeah. And it's great for your mental health too. I think it's just mm. when I'm exercising, uh, you're, you're just not thinking about anything. It's just that like almost like meditating, but doing movements, you know, you're moving and you're meditating because you're focused on what you're doing, not thinking about anything else. Well, and you're a hundred percent correct that it's a stress reliever. You know, I mean, like our bodies, we're like, I mean, we're like this, we're like pent up. There's so many things we get up, we got to go. But once you do that, it's like, you got that serotonin flowing, you know what I mean? And so you just feel better. I feel like I'm a nicer person when I exercise. <laughs> I, I agree. Me too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Less stress. Maybe that's why also. <laughs> yeah. Better sleep too. Better sleep. Yes. Very important. Uh, uh, Veronique, do you have any other question or? Uh, no, I think that was uh, it for me. Do you have another one, Sylvia? Or no, I think, uh, yeah, we covered everything. It was pretty informative. Very, Very informative. I love, I love talking about that, like exercising and diets. <laughs> you yes. guys are going to get off this call. You guys are going to go for a jog I'm and then the you're going to make. <laughs> I'm going to the gym. Signing up, enrolling this uh, this afternoon. I yes. know. Yeah, it went. It was like thirty minutes. It went very fast, to be honest. Really, yeah, really it did. Fast. I know, and I could talk about this stuff forever. I mean, we could always chat again about like healthy yeah. habits and like how to maintain them and adding in different things. And we could talk about like specific meals and all of those things. But for now, for <laughs> now, that's what we got. Now, if you yeah. or any of your listeners want to do like a sample three day accountability challenge with me, just to see what mm -hmm. it would feel like to have to like report what you're eating and get your workouts in and have a hydration goal and stuff, you can go on my website, betterhealthbyaccountability.com and sign up for that. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter. I'll send you recipes and, you know, just mm. healthy tips and to encourage you to just, you know, be a better you, all wellness all around. Wow, this is great. Okay. We will, of course, include all of this in the podcast description. Awesome. Uh, on your information and um, thank you for coming. Thank you very much for sharing all your, your tips and everything. Thank Spreckless. you. Thank you, Ashley. Yes. I well, I appreciate you. I hope you have a great rest of your day and have a healthy dinner tonight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we try. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to High Vibes and a Mic. Until next time. Laugh hard, stay silly, and never forget to bring your sense of humor. Please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. <laughs>